0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to From the Front Row. A while back, we did an episode about burnout among nurses, and today we are here to talk about the importance of nurse recognition. We are excited to welcome Mark and Bonnie Barnes, co-founders of the DAISY Foundation, to the show. The DAISY Foundation is a nonprofit organization that works every day to make sure nurses are recognized both nationally and internationally. I'm Logan Schmidt, co-hosting today with Lauren Levin, And if it's your first time with us, we welcome you. We're a student-run podcast that talks about major issues in public health and how they are relevant to anyone, both in and outside the field of public health. Welcome to the show, Bonnie and Mark.
1: It's great to with you. Thank you.
0: To start it off, what is the DAISY Foundation and how did it start?
1: Thank you for asking, because we do love to tell our story. Daisy was started 23 years ago at the end of 1999 when Mark's son, my stepson, Patrick, died of complications of the autoimmune disease, ITP. And Patrick was 33 years old. He and his wife had just given us our first grandchild six weeks before he woke up one morning with some strange symptoms and went to the doctor. And he found out he had a dangerously low platelet count, so he was admitted to the hospital. Well, I will spare you what became the worst weeks of our lives when Mark and I got to spend pretty much day and night in the hospital with Patrick. But suffice it to say, at the end of that time, he passed away. Well, I know all of you in public health, and especially any nurses who are listening, you've been around families like ours who go through this emotional roller coaster, and suddenly it was over. Now what do we do? Well, we felt very strongly that we needed to fill that gaping hole in our hearts that Patrick's death had left with something positive. And the only positive thing we could think about about that eight week experience in the hospital was how incredible his nurses were. We'd been really impressed with how good they were from a clinical perspective, but what really, really touched us was the way they delivered their care with compassion and sensitivity, not only to Patrick, but to all of us in our family. So DAISY that we created right after he died stands for Diseases Attacking the Immune System to keep us rooted in our experience with Patrick and his nurses. And we created the DAISY Award so that patients and family members and coworkers, for that matter, could share their experiences, tell their stories of extraordinary, compassionate nursing care. And then a nurse would be chosen by a council of their peers within each organization that had the program to be honored all year long throughout the year. So this was ongoing recognition of extraordinary compassionate care. So that's our story.
2: It's lovely to hear that it started from such a personal experience. So how did you decide on it being a nursing organization and recognition specifically for nurses?
1: Oh, that's a great question, Lauren, because we are so often asked to expand beyond the profession of nursing. But honestly, our hearts are with nurses. It was nurses who saved Patrick's life twice. It was nurses who educated us, who wrapped their arms around us when we needed hugs so badly. It was nurses who got us through those eight weeks. It was nurses. And this is a profession that to us is, is so unsung and has been for so long, we really needed to find a way to celebrate them. And now we get to celebrate them in over 5,700 healthcare facilities and schools of nursing in 37 countries around the world. So that's why we're just have an incredible affection for this profession.
2: That is, it's amazing how many nurses you guys have been able to recognize and all across the world. As a result, what are some of the evidence that you've found of Daisy's impact and of nursing recognition in general?
1: Well, you mentioned burnout before, and there's a now a growing body of evidence of how important meaningful recognition, which is what Daisy is described as, and the impact it's having on burnout. In fact, in 24 of our partner organizations, we looked at this concept of compassion fatigue, which is a combination of burnout and secondary traumatic stress. And we saw that our nominees, those people who'd been nominated, they may not have even received the DAISY award, but they'd received the nomination from a patient or a family member. Those nurses had lower compassion fatigue and higher compassion satisfaction, that sense of doing a job well, going home at the end of the day, knowing they'd made a difference. So those that feedback that they're getting through their DAISY nominations is giving them reinforcement of why they became nurses. And that's what the evidence is showing, that it's this tie to purpose that makes meaningful recognition meaningful and makes DAISY special.
3: I'd just like to add there's an awful lot of research that shows this, but DAISY is an emotional award more than anything else. And I'd like to expand a little bit about the nominations. We weren't the only ones, obviously, that wanted to say thank you to our nurses. Over the years, there's a little over two and a half million nurses have been nominated by patients or their peers. And and we know that because that's how many nomination pins we've sent out to, to them. But the thing that I also remember very distinctly early on, a nurse came up to us at a conference and showed us the nomination pin. And she said, I just wanted you to know I got nominated for the DAISY Award. The committee did not select me, but that didn't make any difference. My patient selected me. So I received the DAISY Award from my patient, and I'm very proud of that. So it has an effect. It has had had a, a terrific effect, not just for the recipients of the award, but for everybody that's been nominated.
1: Yeah, we could talk about dividends all day long, Lauren, I got to tell you, but we'll just leave it at that.
2: (laughs) I think that was a pretty good start.
0: (laughs) Going at a a slightly different angle, Daisy Foundation has been around for 23 years. Can you talk a little bit more about how has the foundation evolved and, and has grown throughout those 23 years? How... How has the healthcare industry responded to providing recognition during those years?
3: Could I, could I start that, Bonnie, and then, then you finish it? But Because I have to tell you, the first year, at the end of the first year, we had four hospitals that had the Daisy Award, and one of them was the hospital where Patrick passed away, and I think they just felt sorry for us. And the second year, we got three more. So we had seven hospitals at the end of two years. At the end of the third year, we had six because one of the hospitals that had the award dropped it. So that's the start we had. We had to sell the concept of recognition to the nursing profession. They did not understand recognition. And we came from an industry that Recognized everything. Whether you got to work on time, you got a pin. Or whether you did did whatever you were supposed to do, you got recognized. It's sort of like Little League, they got a our industry gave a participation award for everybody who showed up. Nursing wasn't like that.
1: Well, when nurses, nurse leaders did get a hold of the program and saw what the impact was on their on their teams and on their people who are being honored. And even nurses who are experiencing a Daisy Award, whether they were nominated or awarded, didn't matter. If they were in around that present, standing up for the presentation. So they started seeing the impact and nurses, nurse leaders are an incredible network. And they got a hold of it. They started talking to us about what it meant, its strategic value, and they started talking to each other. By the end of 2007, was just Mark and me running this thing. We had 182 committed organizations we were partnering with, and we were drowning in, in interest in the program. And we approached the American, what was then called the American Organization for Nurse Executives is now AONL, American Organization for Nursing Leadership, and asked them if they would be interested in helping us. And with their support, and their guidance and their brilliant CEO working with us on our business model, the world opened up. And so we were able to get incredible exposure. We were able to hire the staff that we needed to really run day to day, to put in an operations plan that made sense, to get Salesforce, the database, to be able to help us manage all of these, what we think of as clients, You know, now 5,700 of them. And So that was kind of the the operational side of, of how it grew. But we also learned that there were other opportunities for nurse recognition that Daisy needed to incorporate. For example, lots of times a patient or family member would write a nomination and they couldn't name just one nurse, they would name three or four who had done something incredible, had put on a wedding for them in the hospital, had helped out with a homeless person, had done something to bring in the family dog. I mean, there were so many great stories of what teams had done for a patient that we had to create a team award. And we made that recognition multidisciplinary. So while we refer to it as nurse led, we have physicians, pharmacists, physical therapists, housekeepers, anybody can be on that team that's participated in doing something for for a patient or family. We also started looking at what was happening for nurse leaders and who it was that's creating the environment where all this compassion is going on. Well, it takes great leadership to create that environment. So we created a DAISY Nurse Leader Award. One day we were sitting at a DAISY board meeting and we had a dean of nursing on our board at the time who looked at Mark and me and said, you know, someone had to teach those nurses who took care of Patrick. That was a great epiphany for us to understand and learn about the role of nursing faculty. So on and on, we have added now, including a Lifetime Achievement Award for nurses who dedicated decades of their lives to taking care of the rest of us, we've now got a whole array of of nurse attributes, if you will, that we are able to honor with various programs. And I think that's been another key to our, our evolution and growth.
3: Well, I'd like to add, I'm not known for my uh, modesty, but I would like to point out that these ideas that Bonnie mentioned, they were all brought to us by nurses, by people, not us. And and every time, as I said, we came from marketing and advertising and we're supposed to be very creative people, but nurses are some of the most creative people around and they kept bringing us ideas. Our first DAISY Award was a pin that that we designed ourselves, a certificate that we put in a frame that we got at Costco, and a box of cinnamon rolls. That was it. <laughs> and we said it was a turnkey operation. Well, it was, but it's not a turnkey operation anymore. it It requires to make it successful, the hospital or our medical facility, has to work it and has to involve people in it in order to make it successful. Because it, as you can see, there's there's all kinds of awards and it's a lot of work, but boy, is it worth it to do that. Anyway, I wanna give credit where credit is due.
1: To the nurses, yeah. absolutely. And the committees who run the program and have been incredibly creative. We've learned everything from them and we take their ideas. Mark would tell you, we steal their ideas, but. You know, that's stealing. We share their ideas as leading practices.
2: It sounds like you guys have spent most of your career at DAISY listening to nurses. So when you guys are traveling and meeting nurses, both nationally and internationally, how do you find that nurses respond to both you guys and the foundation as a whole?
1: Well, you take this one, Mark.
3: Well, it's... Um... It is amazing that once they have a program, it sort of spreads like wildfire in whatever country it is in. And they respond to us giving us all the credit for it. And as I just said, DAISY has been uh, developed by other nurses. But the thing that we have found, and, and I mean this very sincerely, is wherever we have gone, nurses are nurses. All they want to do is take care of people. They don't want personal glory. They just want to help people. And they respect what Daisy has done is that has have given them not personal glory, but has elevated the role of nursing in that community. And there are some countries that we've been to that the the word for nursing used to be servant. It, 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 same translation. But now nursing has been elevated primarily because of what DAISY has done in terms of recognition. And the the people given an opportunity to say thank you, they respond. I think, um, you know, Bonnie said earlier that we weren't the only ones that wanted to say thank you to their nurses with two and a half million nominations. That's a lot of nominations for people who wanted to take time to say thank you to their nurses. And that's all over all over the world not not just in the united states
1: and coming back to your question lauren when we travel which we now are able to do again and it's such a joy for us it is so fun to see daisy brought to life in all kinds of languages and cultures and it's just such joy and of course there's so been so much sadness in the world that to see this kind of joy and work happening again, and seeing the nurses respond to what DAISY really means for them, it's it's a little overwhelming sometimes
0: for us. It's clear that the DAISY Foundation has grown immensely from the four hospitals you mentioned in the first year to what it's become now internationally. And... It's growing even more so. And going into the next question is, can you tell us about the Daisy Foundation's new health equity grant program? What is that? And how did it get started?
1: Well, it got started. Actually, it's not quite that new. It got started a few years ago when George Floyd was murdered. And I was sitting in my office where I had a television at the time and was watching the funeral as I was working. And I, I was having a real hard time concentrating on working. I was so so deeply affected by what had happened and, and the outpouring of, of love and feeling that was happening in our country at the time. And my reaction was, well, what can we do? What can Daisy do to, to contribute to, to overcome this incredible sense of divisiveness and, and pain? And Mark and I got together and started talking about, you know, one of the things we do that we haven't talked about is we have a grant program for nurses who are doing research and evidence-based practice projects. And that program is dedicated to the treatment of patients with cancer and autoimmune disease since Patrick had both of those during his life. But what if we created a grant program for nurses who were actually working to mitigate the social determinants of health and help elevate health equity in this country. And while we don't have a lot of money to give away, we have enough to really help nurses who are working in the field in health equity. And so we created this. I, well, I talked to a dozen um, leaders in the area of health equity who are researchers to say, how, what's the best way for us to set this up? And one of our board members was just a fantastic guide for us on this, introduced us to all kinds of people who really helped us shape a program that was quite broad. You know, at first I thought, well, maybe we should choose one social determinant of health. And they all said, no, 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 don't do that. Just keep it open it up and see what you get. And boy, some amazing uh, applications, we've been able to fund some really special work. So that's how it got started. And we also have a health equity award that I didn't mention earlier, that is for not only for our healthcare partners to provide to their nurses who are working in the community, but we also partner with a number of nursing associations like Black Nurses Rock, the National Black Nurses Association, soon the American Association for Men in Nursing, the Philippine Nurses Association, because they all have chapters that are out working in the community to mitigate social determinants of health. And that's another way that we honor that work.
2: That's great. As you continue to innovate, you know, especially like you said, current events kind of drive the direction of where you guys are going. Where Where are your hopes? Where do you see the future for nurse recognition and DAISY?
1: but we just introduced a, an, another award in January or another application of the Daisy Award that's around nursing ethics and this came out of the pandemic frankly as we were reading nomination stories that talked about the ethical decisions that nurses were being called on to make really tough calls especially nursing leaders and we got together with our colleagues at the American at the American Nursing Association ANA because they have a council on human rights and ethics and nursing, and they wrote the code of ethics for nursing. And we built a, an award program with them to honor nursing ethics. So that's another example of, yes, we we're listening hard. We're looking at current events and we're thinking about where recognition can fit. I think where we may see going forward, certainly our international work is expanding daily and just as Mark said earlier, we're seeing, for example, in the national health system in New York, in New York, in the UK, <laughs> in the UK, where Daisy started in one hospital or in one what they call trust system of hospitals, it's now, you know, really spreading far because of the needs of nursing and the NHS and other private systems in the UK. So I think, you know, we stay focused
0: on recognition and go with it where it takes us. Clearly that you all are using recent events to modify and amplify certain aspects of nursing that needs meaningful recognition to highlight what nurses are doing. And and that's fantastic to hear about these innovations of the DAISY Foundation. The last question that we like to ask in every podcast episode is, what is one thing that you thought you knew, but were later wrong about? Oh,
1: there
0: are many, many, many
3: things. Almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we we didn't know anything about nursing, so we thought we would take what we had learned in our marketing careers, for example, that recognition would just be a natural thing. It wasn't. We had to tell people that they had to be recognized. We never, ever, in our wildest Dreams thought that we would be in, a, in 35 different countries. I think there was a, we introduced the program at the University of Washington where uh, Pat uh, passed away. At, uh, and we said in their daily newspaper, the headline was Daisy planted at the university. And the article pointed out that Moni said, we hope to get 10 hospitals to take the DAISY Award. And then we thought that would be success. So that's what we didn't know. We didn't know that there was an incredible need for recognition in in this industry.
1: We knew we had the need to say thank you. We just didn't know how that it was going to ultimately be received the way it was. The other thing I would say that we've learned is that nursing is you know it's often referred to as a science and an art and the need for evidence despite the fact that as mark said it's such an emotional program and it's built on on emotion but there are a lot of nurse leaders who really need to know what its impact is and nursing is evidence based and it didn't occur to us in the early early years that we would need to have research so the first time a health system came to us, a chief nursing officer came to us and said, we're doing a survey about the Daisy Award in our hospital and just want to let you know that. I was like, really? I got kind of nervous about it, you know? <laughs> survey sounded like, oh my gosh, what if they don't like it? Of course, the findings were incredibly positive positive beyond, and we learned a lot through that. But yeah, I don't think we appreciated how important research and evidence would be to the success and amplification of this program.
3: Well, you, and you, you have to appreciate is that you have to have the evidence for the clinical part of nursing. There's no question about that. But I've always felt that the emotional part. If you tell somebody they're going that thank you for doing a great job, they're going to appreciate that. I mean, that's that's the emotional part of it. And I would get so frustrated when some nurse leader would say, "Well, what is your evidence?" I said, "Your evidence is." I said, you're doing a great job. Don't you feel better when I say that? (laughs) Well, yeah, I do, but that's not the evidence I need. So we, I in nursing have had a little bit of a conflict over the years at times, but I still feel, Daisy, it has the evidence, we've done that, but it still is emotion. It It is a feel good moment. And I wanna stress that as we go forward.
1: But where the feel-good moment has its impact is on the ongoing care that a nurse is able to provide as a result. And I think that's been really important for us to be able to uncover for healthcare is it's not, it isn't actually a moment. Daisy is is really long-lasting recognition. Nurses hold on to those nominations. They read them when they're having tough days. They think about the day that they got the Daisy Award is something they never forget. So the long, the long lasting nature of truly meaningful recognition is what I think is the evidence that we needed to uncover. And it's made a big difference. But that's just, we could talk about, again, all day long on what we, what we didn't know and we've learned, oh my gosh, or we were wrong about many things.
2: <laughs> that's the process of getting to something as successful as you guys have. And I think we can all relate to the story of recognition i i don't think that's you know necessarily unique to nursing we all feel a little better when we're told good job especially in a way that's meaningful
1: absolutely
2: so to wrap up i just want to extend a very big thank you to both bonnie and mark for joining us today to talk about the daisy foundation We really are grateful for both the innovation and I would say the recognition that you guys have brought to the nursing profession, especially during the trying times of the last couple of years. And we hope that to our audience that this show encourages you to learn more about the Daisy Foundation and the importance of recognition in healthcare professions. This has been Lauren and Logan from the front row. Thank you for tuning in. That's it for our episode this week. Big thanks to Bonnie and Mark Barnes for joining us today. This episode was hosted and written by Logan Schmidt and Lauren Lavin and edited and produced by Anya Morozo. You can learn more about the University of Iowa College of Public Health on Facebook and our podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast, please share it with your colleagues, friends, or anyone interested in public health. Have a suggestion for our team? You can reach us at cph-gradambassador at uiowa.edu. This episode was brought to you by the University of Iowa College of Public Health. Until next week, stay healthy, stay curious, and take care.